welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi, I'm Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today. And today, I'm excited to talk to you about 5G technology in healthcare, how it can be implemented, some of the challenges facing it, and what the benefits are. 5G is rolling out everywhere for us as consumers. It's replacing the old 4G technology that we've been using for our cell phones for the past decade. Now, unlike the move from 3G to 4G, which was really just about speed improvements, the move to 5G represents something different. 5G technology not only is faster, it also has low latency and high capacity. What does this mean for you and I as consumers? Well, consider this. If you're at a hockey game or a football game and you're trying to access an instant replay of what you just saw on the field and everyone in the entire stadium is trying to do the same thing, well, you might not get a signal. And that's because the 4G antennas in the stadium are at max capacity. On a 5G network, that simply wouldn't happen. The high capacity means that all of us can be requesting that instant replay at the same time. The low latency means that all of us will get a near instantaneous response on our cell phones to those data requests. I can't wait for 5G to roll out everywhere. To find out more about the technology, I caught up with Bill Kuhn, Vice President at Corning. Corning is one of the world's largest providers of fiber optic telecommunications solutions. Fiber optics is what underpins a lot of 5G infrastructure. Here's what Bill had to say. And it's a great question because those of us who, who have been doing this as long as I have been, have gone from 1G to 2G to 3G to 4G, and all of those Gs essentially were, were making the network faster. It's all about more speed. And so 5G does do that, is right. You know, it is making it faster. However, with 5G, it's different because it's also making it uh, ultra low latency, very high reliability, uh, massive connectivity to support IoT uh, applications. So it's really taking it from that, you know, we want to give you much faster download of a video, et cetera, to try to address a whole host of other use cases. And so 5G really is different in that way. Um, the other thing that makes 5G kind of special is that there's new spectrum available for 5G. Uh, that is, it's, it's called TDD spectrum, but there's much bigger chunks of this spectrum. So up at millimeter wave frequencies, um, there's hundreds of megahertz available and you can get gigabit speeds out of a, out of a 5G access point. Uh, down at the, the frequencies that typically will deploy inside of buildings, there's big chunks called C-band that, uh, that we are able to get near gigabit speeds with, with a, a relatively small amount of spectrum. So it's really game-changing what 5G brings to the table. So for, for a hospital, of course, you'll, you'll get, uh, you know, the better, higher throughputs give you a better user experience, et cetera, across those types of applications. But with that uh, massive connectivity, you can now start putting your IoT application. So a lot of devices, a high, high density of things connected so it's no longer just video or, or something like that, but it's now all of the devices throughout the hospital can be connected by 5G through that network and it's optimized for that as well. So uh, that's an interesting whole host of use cases. Um, the, the other thing, the, the 
ultra reliable, low latency. Also in healthcare environment, you've got a lot of things that have to be very reliable and you might really need low latency. Um, so people are talking about use cases that you know, might be far out, but the, you know, the, the, uh, the remote surgery use case, right? You need a high reliable, ultra low latency network to be able to do something that requires that sort of feedback and interaction in real time. And that's what 5G brings. 5G represents a tremendous opportunity for healthcare organizations. The near zero latency and high capacity means that thousands of at-home medical devices can be connected to the network and send their data near instantaneously to physicians who are caring for those patients. If hospitals can get cellular signals into their facilities, like this one, then staff as well as patients can remain connected to their loved ones using their own cellular devices. That means they won't be taking up precious Wi-Fi capacity. But there's a challenge to getting cellular signals inside healthcare facilities. And that's because these facilities are designed to be safe and secure. Each room is isolated from the other. That's because what we want to do is minimize patient interactions, maximize comfort, and of course, we wanna keep everything private. But all those walls, wires, and medical devices inside those facilities are an impediment to cellular signals. I spoke to Stuart Samples about this challenge. Stuart is the Chief Technology Officer at Northeast Georgia Health System, a not large not-for-profit organization in Northeast Georgia that has four hospital campuses. Here's what Stuart had to say. One of the key challenges that we faced was we didn't always have coverage within our facilities. We've got to have coverage for EMS, for uh, our fire police and, and medical staff. <clears throat> the EMTs that are pulling up with a critical patient into the environment, the, the communication requirement across all of our sites is critical. Realistically, because of the way hospitals are designed, cellular coverage within them is, is uniquely challenging. We'll, we'll use that phrase. <clears throat> if you think about you know, x-ray rooms, radiology, we have lead-lined walls. We have high, and, high density and double-density double walls designed to protect um, yeah, signal transmission and, and, and even the, the individuals within the environment, which makes cellular and Wi-Fi communication really difficult in these facilities. Hospitals are built to withstand incredible weather events. They're really well designed and structurally they can be difficult to get signals through. So things like parking garages, the lower levels or the, the um, yeah, interior levels of, of the environment where patients may not be, but we might have facility staff or mechanical or engineering teams that need effective communications to maintain the environment. Also, as Robert said, for our, our patient experience and for throughput in the hospital and really improving how we communicate as an organization, we have to take all of those things in consideration. So having a, a high capability signal transmission with the environment is absolutely required. So how can this problem be solved? Well, the easy answer is just place a 5G antenna wherever you need a signal and blanket the entire area where anyone needs to connect. But of course, there's a wrinkle in healthcare. You see, in healthcare, we also need Wi-Fi signals. Wi-Fi is what most medical devices in patient rooms need to connect to. Clinicians, like nurses and physicians, also need Wi-Fi signals in order to use their computers. 
So does a healthcare organization have to choose between Wi-Fi and cellular? I asked Bill Kuhn again about this. And what he said is that it's not a choice between Wi-Fi or cellular. You want both Wi-Fi and cellular. So there has been a debate in the industry about whether Wi-Fi was going to win or cellular was going to win. And, and it's clear that Wi-Fi is everywhere, right? So in a cellular ever going to displace Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi is going to go away? No, it's not. It's, too, it, it's just too prevalent. It's too good and it's too easy. Um, and so it's there. It'll be there 100% of the time. But cellular brings something else to the table. So, so really, it, it really is about Wi-Fi and cellular. And the reason it's Wi-Fi and cellular is that Wi-Fi is very good at providing high bandwidth connectivity, but it's not, it's not good at low latency. It's not good at mobility. It's not a wide area solution. So, so if you want to enable any of those things, cellular brings that to the table. Cellular was designed as a, as a mobile network solution. And so most of our customers in healthcare and elsewhere are, are doing Wi-Fi and cellular. And the reason for that sometimes is because their Wi-Fi is full. They don't want to put any more applications on their Wi-Fi because it's already too difficult to manage. And so they're putting others onto, onto cellular. Um, others because Wi-Fi just will not support the use cases that they're trying to support. For example, trying to do um, um, robotic you know, automated devices moving around their facility. You can't have Wi-Fi-like latencies for something like that. Um, we had a customer who wanted to have automatic uh, shades that would go up and down. And when they tried to put that on their Wi-Fi network, all of the shades got their command to lower or raise at different times. And so they were all out of sync and it just didn't look right. And they switched that over to a technology that had very low latency and could get them all to go at the same time. You know, something as simple as that, it, you know, but it's, it's picking the right technology to, to implement. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, but you will never hear from anybody at Corning that cellular will displace Wi-Fi. To solve this problem at Northeast Georgia Health System, the team elected to use Corning's fiber to the edge solution. This solution uses a single fiber optic cable and fiber optic endpoint to deliver both Wi-Fi and cellular signals. This means that Northeast Georgia Health System does not have to run multiple cables to each floor like they used to. Plus, they chose this technology because Corning's solution will allow them to be relatively future-proof. That means no matter what technology comes down the road, they'll be confident that they have the capacity and the speed to handle it. Here's Bill Kuhn again with more details about Corning's fiber to the edge solution. Corning invented low loss fiber optic cable back in 1970. And we're 50 years into this, this fiber business. And it was initially for long haul between continents under the ocean and then long haul in cities and then a metro ring. And so then, it, then fiber pushed deeper into the network to, uh, to be a campus deployment for perhaps a hospital campus to get between your buildings. Then it pushed up the riser to get to the closets where it connected switches. And so really all fiber at the edges is the continuation of this. Fiber is pushing deeper and deeper into the network. And when we say fiber to the edge now, we're talking about that last, that last bit. It could be all the way out to the port on a desk, or it could be out to a spot in the ceiling. It could be a Wi-Fi access point. It could be a 5G cellular node. Um, or it could be a zone out in the ceiling um, that from that zone, you serve a 5G access node, you serve a Wi-Fi access point, you serve security cameras. So when Corning talks about fiber to the edge, it's really about 
tackling that last frontier in, in the building where right now it's category cable going out to the edge. That's a single device with a limited amount of power. And now we talk about taking unbelievable bandwidth and a lot of power out to that edge point and enabling one or many or all of your network needs off of that fiber at the edge solution. I think the best way to explain it is like today when you walk into your, your IT closet, you will see a lot of equipment and then a lot of category cable, copper cable going out to the edge. And every one of those is going to one thing. And so with fiber to the edge, we're taking that fiber and copper cable, power and bandwidth out to that, that endpoint, and you can do whatever you want with it then. So as you grow and add new technology, um, whatever it might be, you no longer have to pull a cable back to the closet. You pull a cable to that spot that's 30 feet away. You know, so huge operational savings, huge upfront CapEx savings. It, it's really, it's the right way to build buildings. So now that Corning's fiber to the edge solution has been implemented at Northeast Georgia Health System, what's the impact been? Well, we asked that very question of Robert Johnson. And what he explained to us was that patient experience was a key outcome that they wanted to improve as a result of their 5G implementation. We had scenarios where we needed to, you know, provide devices for patients, even from a, a, a you know, an entertainment standpoint. In, in addition, and maybe more importantly than the, the entertainment element of it, but by providing, you know, various communication devices to the patients, you know, during COVID, they were able to uh, communicate with their loved ones because those folks weren't allowed, you know, to come visit. And we even, I mean, just to take it to the patient experience side, we have approximately, and Robert, correct me if I'm wrong, 9,000 visits a day. We have 9,000 patients a day that come into the facility. So they, we expect, they expect that, that Wi-Fi works, that they can get a call home to their loved one, or that they can make a connection with a physician or a clinician as they enter our environment. So it's really important that we have good communications throughout. What's clear to me is that 5G in healthcare means more than just speed and capacity. It has an impact on the patient experience. Smart organizations like Northeast Georgia Health System have implemented and made available 5G cellular signals in places where there was previously no coverage. Places like parking garages, and green spaces. They've done this so that patients can wait in their cars or outside for their appointments rather than in crowded waiting rooms. In order for that to happen, patients have to have access to specialized apps and text messages. And for that, they need a cellular signal. This is coming at a time when patient experience is very important for healthcare organizations because patients do have some choice as to where they can receive their care. So anything a hospital can do to improve the experience will be re reflected in a more loyal patient base. 5G also has an impact on hospital staff. They all want to bring their own cellular devices to work so that they can be contacted in case of emergency or do some simple daily tasks while they're on break. And right now, Happy staff is extremely important to healthcare organizations. So with all these benefits to 5G, how can healthcare organizations get started? Here one final time is Bill Kuhn from Corning 
and Stuart Samples from Northeast Georgia Health System. I think a, a healthcare IT leader, just a, similar with really any any vertical, but what you need to think about is if you if you really step back and look at all of the technologies that you implement in healthcare, there's more technologies that have been implemented in a healthcare environment than any other. And you look at all of that technology and how you support it and how you implement it. And oftentimes it's it's a multiple discrete things. We're going to play a network for this application, another network for that application. Um, and so the, the thing we can tell you about or tell you is that back to the concept of fiber deep, the fiber deep takes what you're doing today with fiber to your telecom closets and sort of puts it on steroids. You know, it takes that fiber out to that endpoint that is going to be 30 feet away from anything you might ever want to do in your space. And if you do that, you will save money up front on your CapEx and you will save money on your OpEx when you do when you add and introduce new technologies. Um, Fiber will never run out of bandwidth. It just won't. Um, and, uh, and we can deliver ample power out to that position. Uh, and so we can support your massive connectivity. We can support your um, uh, very high bandwidth applications. We can support anything over that infrastructure approach. So what I would say, before you even think about all those things, think about your interstate highway system and deploying that out as far as you can to the edge and then when you start layering the technologies on, you layer it onto that concept. And, and what you'll find is that, that costs of project management, of labor for installation, of all the cabling materials, you will be shedding that cost. And, and so if you were doing 10 systems, it's now 10x the savings. And it's, it's really, really powerful. But you got to think about it up front. You got to plan your network that way. Um, and then you'll find uh, that, that you'll... Um, you'll be able to add new technologies in the future with so much more ease and less disruption to your space. It's obviously encouraging the, the strategic investment and in road mapping mobile and cellular capable devices into your future. Again, to the prior point, there's no question that we're gonna to continue to develop and build on mobile. We wanna make sure that every patient has a, a fantastic experience as they come through. We of course recognize that most people don't come to healthcare facilities on their best days, right? It's, it's difficult enough. The last thing we wanna do is complicate their world. So trying to make things seamless, uh, improving the overall performance, communication, and, and yeah, even to the level of, of quality and, and uh, balance to that patient as they move through our system, that they know where they stand, they understand when their physician will see them and how long it will be that they have to wait. All of those are, are, are possible through improved communication. So that the DAS gives us a lot of a lot of flexibility there. I want to thank all of you for going on this short journey with me as we explored 5G in healthcare. I want to give a very special shout out to Stuart Samples, Robert Johnson, and Bill Kuhn for being willing to come on camera with me and help me learn a little bit more about 5G. If you'd like to find out more about Northeast Georgia Health System, visit them at www.nghs.org. If you'd like to learn more about Corning and their solutions, visit them at www.corning.com. That's Corning, C-O-R-N-I-N-G.com. To find more amazing health IT resources and news and stories, visit us at healthcareittoday.com. I'm Colin Hahn. Thanks for watching this, and we'll see you on the next one.